0: You are listening to the Cultured Fish Aquacast, brought to you by the Aquarium of the Pacific. Conservation of marine organisms is a critical component of the mission of the Aquarium of the Pacific. Breeding programs for marine animals are one way the aquarium accomplishes this mission. Propagating marine organisms in the aquarium setting serves several purposes. Breeding programs reduce collecting pressure on sensitive populations of ocean animals, preserving rare species in their natural habitats. Aquarium breeding also enables aquariums, zoos, and other institutions to share animals with one another, further reducing the need to collect animals and other organisms from the ocean. Additionally, marine life breeding programs contribute to important research on the life histories of the animals that may help their conservation in the wild. A recent breeding program at the Aquarium of the Pacific highlights some of the challenges in successfully raising marine animals in the aquarium setting. The pink skunk clownfish is a colorful damsel fish found in the tropical Pacific Ocean. Clownfish are famous the world over thanks to the hit movie Finding Nemo. Among the many species of clownfish, the pink skunk clownfish is readily identifiable by the white stripe that runs along its back. This species is regarded by some aquarists as one of the most difficult to breed successfully in the aquarium setting. But in 2007, more than 20 juvenile pink skunk clownfish were reared at the Aquarium of the Pacific. According to Staff Aquarists, the toughest part was helping the juvenile fish to survive the first eight days of life. Why this proved to be an important benchmark for the young fish's survival isn't completely understood. A heightened sensitivity to water quality, temperature, or lighting, perhaps, or some unknown aspect of diet, any of which could play an important role in the success of the juveniles. After the eighth day of life, the pink skunk clownfish seem to thrive, though the young fish still need considerable attention and care. For example, as the fish grow, they can eat larger food, but Aquarus found that it was important to carefully monitor the amount of food the clownfish received, as some juveniles would literally eat to the bursting point. The juvenile pink skunk clownfish are on exhibit in a special aquarium in the Tropical Pacific Gallery. After they reach maturity, they will be moved into other exhibits with their parents and other fish. While species such as the pink skunk clownfish require substantial time and energy, they can be cared for in a fairly standard aquarium setting. Other species have specialized needs that require a different approach to creating a successful breeding environment. For example, reproduction for moon jellies is a complex, two-stage process that involves specialized aquaria specific to their needs. This familiar sea jelly has a round, dish-like body called a bell, The pulsing bell allows the jelly to move through the water to catch its prey, tiny plankton suspended in the water. A juvenile sea jelly looks nothing like its parent, however. Instead, the bell stage of the jelly, called the medusa, produces a small polyp stage that looks similar to a tiny sea anemone. The tiny polyp in turn produces a medusa, which grows up to become the familiar jelly seen floating in quiet waters along the coast. This means that each generation of sea jelly looks like its grandparent, not its parent. Successfully raising moon jellies in the aquarium means providing an environment for both the medusa and polyp stages of the jelly's life cycle. No mean feat for the nearly microscopic polyps and young medusae. The circulation system needed to support these fragile invertebrates could easily kill both the polyps and the tiny medusae so a specialized tank called a chrysal is needed. A chrysal, from the German word for carousel, creates a circulation pattern in the water that keeps the polyps and medusae of the jellies from being sucked into the aquarium filtration system, allowing successive generations to survive and reproduce safely. Breeding programs also contribute directly to conservation of wild populations of marine life. The Aquarium of the Pacific was the first institution in the world to successfully breed weedy sea dragons in an aquarium setting. This relative of the familiar sea horse is found in Australia. Due to bycatch in commercial fisheries and habitat loss, the weedy sea dragon is a species of international concern. Propagation of the sea dragon at the aquarium allowed marine biologists to study growth and development of the species, as well as behavioral adaptations among the juveniles of the species, both of which are very difficult to study in the wild for this cryptic fish. The Aquarium of the Pacific's ongoing efforts at propagation of marine species are part of our goal to practice good stewardship of the Pacific Ocean and its amazing wildlife. You've been listening to the Cultured Fish Aquacast, Brought to you by the Aquarium of the Pacific.